0: Hey guys, I'd like to talk about shields today. Because I don't remember how they work. <laughs>
1: Can anybody remind me before we start this adventure? Is that fuck's a shield?
0: No. Ah
2: shoot. Is was, that an, some it? kind
1: of strange alchemical concoction? You know, I, I don't think so. Well, see,
2: I, first you cast damn. the spell. Oh, uh-huh. you
3: mean like the physical shield?
2: Oh, physical shield. You know?
3: Yeah,
4: those I don't uh, I, I, I I thought that was a spell component.
3: That's where we like to enter a little place I call it. Brad's bordello.
4: We've, we've all been
3: there. I don't. We've all been there. I
2: don't I want to go to a brand.
3: Well, I'm trying to get it going. You know, like where I just talk for like three minutes about stuff I like. Stop uh, making fetch happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, shields are, shields have changed. Uh, the biggest change I think from one to or the playtest to two is that instead of the dent system, they've got HP and hardness now.
0: It's all coming back to me now.
3: It's, um, it's all coming back. Cue the Celine Dion song. It's all coming back
0: to That we can't me afford now. it. you got to stop singing. God, we're going to have to pay for this. Are you crazy, fool? What's.
3: Get five seconds or less. Yeah, the uh, Just the, like I gave. That, Celine that Dion. Was, Dion. That was, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I that. Uh, was really about to get sued by Celine Dion Moon mm. on. <laughs> the. Uh,
2: so shields, they uh, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, points, I, I, shields, that's where we I, were.
0: <laughs> I think the removal of the dent system is a good idea. It's just that was one more subsystem to keep track of. And I mean, I think that was part of the goal of second edition, which is, you know, streamline things to a certain extent.
3: Although there was something to be said for like one dent equaled up to however much damage. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, because like if you have just a normal shield, a crit will crack that bad boy right open. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can take up to what half of its HP yeah, it becomes broken
2: at half of its hit points, uh, which can still be fixed. So uh, the good Hatham could rip, you know, could repair that thing in a pretty big hurry outside of combat. However, if it loses all of its hit points, it's destroyed and gone. You, you completely lose it, and you'd have to craft a new one or get a new one. Because
3: I believe my steel shield is is a hardness five, HP ten. Uh, I would have guessed eleven, but it's going to be
2: somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm. But either way uh, you know you're not going to take a lot for example i hit alder with 15 points of damage Mm -hmm. and he chooses to block it with the shield he's going to block that five and the rest the other ten goes through to the shield now if that gets rid of all of its hit points it's destroyed now the broken now at the point that it's broken it's it's still done for you can't use it you can just repair it afterwards
1: also maybe worth noting uh on the standard character sheet there is a section for your shield uh, right next to your armor class, so it helps you track things like your plus to AC and the hardness level and max HP, current HP. So
3: and actually on the, the the steel shield, the hardness is five, but it's got a hit point of twenty. Oh, so and it's it's broken threshold is ten. So at the point it's taking eleven damage, you know you can't use it anymore. Yeah, but it's it is out of fixable. The but I mean, like let's say that you crit me for like twenty five, like and I block it, it's gone.
2: Right, and the hit points go through to you and the shield. So if I hit you for 10 damage and you block it, you block five of that. The other five damage the shield takes and the player or the character takes.
4: Okay, so an interesting thing to talk about also on the topic of some of the shields is uh, we're not only, we don't just have the four shields that you see in the book there. Um, Sturdy shields are also a thing. Those are very interesting as a matter of fact.
2: They're essentially the magical shield since you can't, Enhanced shields like you used to you don't have a plus one plus two plus three shield however there are going to be sturdy shields which have higher hardness more hit points and they, they've been magically uh enhanced in some way or another and those are the the things that you want as you level up but they are going to be hard to come by
3: well and the only time really al ever used it to like do that i never even took a dent it was either that hardness or lower or i just took the damage
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. I think that's how you're going to see this play out.
2: Uh, the small attacks, it gets rid of them. And then also people will use it when you get really low. This mm-hmm. could be the thing that is, is the difference between you going down and not going down. That's I, when you bro- break the shield.
3: I mean, raising that shield kept me from getting a crit on several occasions. Like,
2: Yeah, the plus two really matters with the crit system. That is, That's pretty important. And overall, I mean, you know, it is a uh,
3: an improvement over the old
0: shields, which just all they gave you was the AC. I mean, here's at least some additional options you can use, mm-hmm. or, and and thematic, mm-hmm. flavorful too. I mean,
3: yeah, it makes them dynamic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of
0: fighter shield
3: feats. Um, I'm not going down yep. that chain, but I mean, it, it, there are ones where like you can block an attack, and if you do, you can shove the guy, mm-hmm. and they're either flat-footed or they you know, they go flying back.
0: The iconic Valros now, instead of being a two-weapon fighter, is a sword and shield fighter. But he uses a shield boss, you know, that essentially turns that shield into a weapon. And he's got um, a a couple of different runes on his primary weapon. And then he's got that ring. Can anybody remember the name of the ring of doubling or something like that? I forget the name of it. But what it does, it's an amazing combo because all those runes that appear on his uh, sword Mm -hmm. also now appear on his shield. So suddenly he's got, and this is like at the fifth level iconic, He's, got, he's an amazing dude And he's got the defense And he's got the attack And it's like eh. And if you'd like to
3: see My character have that Send five dollars To the adventurers <laughs> This Is the adventurers vault
1: Follow our epic journeys And hear amazing tales Join our heroes As they bravely face Grave dangers And mysterious evils In distant And unknown lands be sure to visit our website, theadventurersvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now,
2: it's time to open The Adventurers Vault. Okay, welcome back, Vault Dwellers. Now, for those of you just tuning in, let's catch up just a moment here. Our brave adventurers decided to go out and look for this pirate captain. And in the process, they rescue... Well, they rescued only three of the pi- four pirates. The, one of them met an untimely end, I'm sure, entirely by accident. He was right?
0: hopelessly injured. There was nothing... Right, right <laughs> Father, Shit happened. <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't...
2: So, the other three they saved, nursed back to health, and they had... Uh, East to find the rest of the wreckage and hopefully maybe be a clue to go find the pirate captain as they camp down there for the night Well, let's see something happens early in the morning and a ghostly figure who one of the party members recognizes Seems to have stabbed them with a cultist dagger Which caused those three pirates to arise as some sort of weird negative energy Holtergeisty zombie creatures that then attacked and darn near killed the entire party but you guys managed to, to r- Pull those daggers out at the last moment and realize that that was what was fueling them with negative energy and animating them So you guys are gonna knock them down, but this is where you are. You're standing over the bodies They're down. You guys are battered and beaten and the Sun just peaks up over the horizon just at that moment
0: what, what a lovely sunrise! Uh,
2: yeah, it's the beginning of a lovely day. Sure,
0: makes everything seem like no problem.
2: I cough up blood.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alder's, I mean, Alder's pretty fucked up. He's like just like breathing hard, and he's still got the dagger in his hand, and he like chucks it at the dirt at Asherian's feet. He's like, "We don't have much time. I'm gonna get their bodies in the water, douse the fire, kill it."
1: What the bloody hell happened? You were on watch. There's a lot to explain here. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Hence. My question was that not obvious? Get him, Heath. <laughs> <laughs> my
2: father Becker, you're awfully quiet. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm.
0: I'm uh, actually Father Becker is staring down at the at the daggers in the dirt and uh, and looking at the bodies and and just um, you know puzzling because of course those daggers do have the same symbol on them, don't they? That
2: uh, yeah, they look very my, my very home. similar. Go ahead and give me perception checks if you guys want to check out the daggers.
1: Would occultism be? Mm, uh, yeah, relevant? you want to use occultism? Mm. I'd allow that. I have that higher. Okay, go ahead. I'll,
0: I'll take perception at um, twenty three mm,
2: seventeen. All right, uh, Father Becker, you do notice uh, these daggers are basically the same, but when you get looking very closely, the design kind of etched into the the handle of the dagger is slightly different. Uh, you know, you compare this to, say, like a magical rune you might find on a weapon. Everyone is slightly different, although similar in appearance. So, to look at it, this is very clearly a cultist dagger. You know, you see the, the holy symbol kind of in the pommel, uh, and you see the same type and style to what's been etched into the handle. Uh, but it is slightly different than the ones that you've seen before, as though maybe like whatever rune that is has a different purpose.
0: And so to be very clear, though the the symbol on the pommel does match the symbol I wear around. Absolutely, head. you recognize it at just a glance. Oh, I, I I don't understand. I, I nothing I've experienced in terms of the communing with my God has given me any reason to suspect that it would have some sort of connection to negative energy. I don't. I don't. I don't understand.
1: We dealt positive energy damage to those bloody things.
0: Yes, by in cha- channeling the the power of my God. Right. I mean, I I have heard of some deities that um, can go either way, uh, neutral. Uh, in um, goodness, there's some tense glances <laughs> happening across by my companions. Um,
2: so, Alder, what are you doing with the bodies you mentioned? I mean,
3: it. like, so we. Alder's thought is like this is all neat, but everybody in a three mile radius heard that fucking fireball. So, like, he's doing a quick drag the body deep enough into the water. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they'll kind of sink. Like, and just saying a couple words for each guy. Are, are they, they very mean, physical or are they Yeah,
2: they, they seem to be portable? pretty physical right now. Oh. Um, you know, they don't seem any more damaged than they initially were. Obviously, the daggers... Uh, and oddly enough, there wasn't a lot of blood, but there isn't much blood in them anymore, mm-hmm. so you didn't see where they, you know, normally if you stab somebody in the neck, there's going to be a pool of blood at their feet. You didn't really see this that much. There's, there's more trickles of blood here. I mean,
3: if I can, like, figure out a way where they'll, like, stay underwater, if I can find some rocks uh, or some shit. Well, like
2: the other, yeah, well, I mean, you can let the sea take them if yeah. you, you know, if you put them out far enough, the undertow will grab them and suck them out.
3: That's what I'm going we'll to try to do. You know? Okay.
2: Uh, it doesn't take a lot of effort to do that.
0: I mean, uh, if, if there's, we'll assist, if, I mean, I'm happy to assist
1: if that's. Father, I I may have an inkling of a theory. Yeah? Uh, it first occurred to me back when I translated chapter one of your book. But your God seems to be associated with the earth. Yes. Mm-hmm and the soul of this lich supposedly these cultists believe resides in the earth
0: are you suge- you're not suggesting that the same thing or, or are you suggesting that my god is, is somehow connected or uh, to to the spirit of the lich as a result of just the fact that it's there inside it uh,
1: perhaps or perhaps the cultists worship a god of the earth simply to uh to ex- uh, have dominion over the earth to expel the soul from the earth well, I mean, that there's seems a, to be a connection.
0: Uh, uh, there's a certain logic to it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't. Um, I, I couldn't um, yeah, I mean, hmm. it's troubling. Troubling. Oh, uh, no doubt. That said, uh, if that is the case, and one could forge an even closer connection with my god, I could impede their efforts. Why keep the spirit of the lich from being extracted from the earth? Keep it down where it, where it can be suppressed.
1: Perhaps there's a, I suppose we'll conjecture until we can.
0: You could become exactly what they need. Well, uh, thank you for the positive um, vibes that you're sending our way. That's
3: what a what a. We just need to be realistic about all options. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something else. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for the positive (laughs) sense. Yeah, we're all hippies
0: now. (laughs) Hey, man. <laughs> Dude, um, get to send some positive vibes, vibes. my way.
1: <laughs> I, I throw out all my healing elixirs and replace them with crystals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, and essential oils.
2: Good you know, come
0: on. you know, fuckers, we're only on an like, hour five or six of recording at this point. So I'm at my sharpest. So <laughs> everyone can suck me. Take a positive vibe on that. <laughs> um, all right. So positive, uh, f- positive thoughts, uh, positive, um, sentiments our way. That said, what just happened by the way? Can you know, we maybe what, can get
1: you? a recap? hmm.
0: Yes. What, did, what did you see on your watch?
1: Clearly not the
4: first two being killed. I'd like to mention, I have more questions than I have answers.
1: Well, I have no answers, so you're ahead of me. I saw one of my dead comrades. Oh, oh, what? He was here? Yes. In the flesh?
4: No. Gone? A spectral form of him.
1: Oh, he's bloody snapped.
3: <laughs> not yeah. yet. It is Odyssey Ghost. <laughs> 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 oh, that's unnerving. <laughs> Almost a straight face that he had there, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So you were visited by the spirit of a former colleague of yours.
4: I wouldn't say colleague. But then uh, he, he then proceeded to murder those three men. I didn't see it
2: happen, but he had the same dagger and they were dead.
4: The, the, the to be holy...
2: clear, you did see him murder the one. He, oh. he reached out and stabbed him in the neck there at the end of his little okay. uh, little... I saw him murder one, but not the other two.
1: Well, it stands to reason. Then he bloody killed the first two. I would assume so. So he had the
0: the, the capability of phys- enough physical form to be able to wield an actual dagger. Yeah, I mean, a physical with that. Hmm. I've heard of I've heard of objects that can be wielded by incorporeal undead before, as well as by um, by physical creatures. Um, but that's a powerful effect.
3: I glance more... down at these daggers in the dirt. And more questions than I have answers. So, you your dead comrade, the ghost of him murdered these three men with daggers bearing the symbol of your god, Father Becker. That, how does that even make sense?
4: I have no idea how he is appeared, let alone had daggers from said religion. How do you know he, how do you know he was dead? I have witnessed his death.
0: So, so... You said he wasn't a colleague of yours? What was his relationship to you? Comrade. So he was a fellow soldier? Yes. And he died in some battle you were in? or That is true. Okay. Thank you for all the expansive answers that you're providing. Yes. uh,
4: Officially marked uh, KIA. Killed in action. I was there to witness his own death. He was killed by a fireball,
1: no less. Oh. Yes, we'll get to that later. (laughs) You're changing the subject.
3: Apparently we're going to have one of these come come to TARDIS moments all the time. But not see. one step further. What is going on, Assyrian? Well, I would ask you, with what? Your life! You're not sleeping well, you have trouble controlling the demons inside you, and now you're the ghosts of your past are killing men. I just... Part of these
4: things are just things I don't know. I I can't sleep because I, I see things. I see people who aren't there because I know that they aren't there. I know that these people who are long gone... Are still somehow here. Enthiel is dead and I know this, but yet he was here and he murdered three. My dreams, I see people that I know are dead, but yet I still see them. And not only when I'm sleeping. Sometimes I see them when I'm awake and whenever I'm talking, whenever I'm doing things. They're there. I just...
3: Sharon, I've got the most sympathetic ear of anyone in the world for you right now. We've got to know what happened. Can
0: I interrupt for just a moment? hmm um, the type of things he's describing, I'm wondering if I might get a uh, a medicine check to see if I think this is um, uh, basically what I'm thinking of is is he's seeing hallucinations because of past trauma. But I'm wondering if that if I would if Father Becker would know enough that uh, that's the sort of thing that might happen.
2: Um, yeah, go ahead and uh, give me a medicine check. Well, I'll allow that because I might do a little bit of role playing. Yeah, that. no. let's...
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's a 15. So, you know, interestingly enough, uh, with Father Becker's background, as not so much being a man of the cloth all along, but in your line of work, you still saw a lot of stuff. So you oftentimes had to pretend to be uh, that. So people would come to you with problems, even mm-hmm. though you, you know, they, they didn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. And you've seen this pattern before, mm-hmm. you know, um, in a fantasy setting like this. When we say the word haunted, we know that it might be mean might be literal, but you also know that sometimes it is more figurative mm-hmm. uh, that there is emotional trauma, mm-hmm. and this fits all the markers from what you 've experienced before this fits the markers of somebody who has some sort of emotional trauma
0: okay uh, i'll just i 'll say this Asherian, um you, know, you, you clearly experienced some some terrible things during your lifetime and during your your time in the service and um even among the strongest people, even among the greatest warriors um that can that can Exact a toll on someone's health and 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 frankly their their mental well being. Um, you know we experience traumas of the mind as well as the body. Um, I wonder if if these these visions that you have, um, if they're not just they're your mind manifesting the troubles the the bad things that you have seen and had to endure. And if that's the case, you should feel confident that um, that is something that can be treated. There are people out there that I'm probably not the best, but there are people out there who might be able to help you.
4: I've seen a shrink, it's not these kind of games. This I, is definitely
0: no game. I mean, there are alienists out there that have had good help with with people in this sort of thing. Although I have to admit, the fact that even here's what's what's troubling me the most, and that is that the fact that clearly spirits do come back from the dead, but. Usually they are tied to a traumatic event or a place or something like that. To have one just appear and and to do something like just murder people? I mean, that just doesn't happen. It, It seems that there must be something else going on here. Uh, You know, if one went to a haunted house, for example, and and one encountered a spirit uh, that was stuck there and was angry, and yes, it might be able to physically manifest in the world and hurt people and that sort of thing, that sort of thing happens. But to follow someone around and then conjure daggers and then murder people in the middle of the night, it just doesn't seem, doesn't seem possible. It's so far from what usually happens. It's not impossible. I, I mean, I'm no expert, of course, but. Some people carry their ghost with them. What do you think happened here?
4: I'm not entirely sure. I, if it involves something, like you said, it has to involve a, an event or a place, but the things that happen happen nowhere near Faridim. This doesn't involve this place.
3: What place did it involve?
4: I'm from the Estrella Nation. Mm-hmm. We recently, uh, not recently, this would have been about a decade ago, we've won a war. We went to said war because we couldn't stand our neighboring nations and how they were treating us. We couldn't get trade. We had no access to the sea. We were, they were screwing prices for steel. I got dragged into this because I was too old. 18 being too old.
0: W- what? It what? was drafted. You were, you were, because you were too old? Mm-hmm. You, you mean you employed child soldiers as your, what, what are you saying?
4: Didn't start out that way. The amount of things that I have seen and done, because someone said it was for the greater good, this could be any reason why. I don't know why Entheil would be here. Why his ghost would appear here when Estrella is nowhere near here. How did, how did this man die? Like I said, died to a fireball. And was
1: anyone else there to watch?
4: Me and two others from my platoon. We were, it was during the attack of Cymac, which was a port city.
0: Alder winces. Well, I don't know anything about this. What what sort of, um, what
3: happened? It was a bad battle. I mean, I don't know as much as our friend who who was there, but we heard tales uh, of a port being shut down for well over a month, fighting door-to-door in the streets. Just, just bad. So bad lot, lots of injury lot,
0: lots of casualties on both sides. Lots of
1: death, yeah.
3: Well, it sounds it sounds like
1: maybe the place is not involved with the haunting but the who.
4: Why would
0: he be connected to you?
4: Me and him were childhood friends. That's we'd always been together. I guess it, suppose it's fitting that even after his departure we would still be together somehow.
1: It's bloody haunting your owls. Did
3: he say anything? Any clue?
4: When he appeared, he said, I'm, I suppose if it was anyone, I'm glad it was you who would be the one to stop me.
3: So we can expect more visits from your old friend.
4: I would suppose.
3: He
0: seemed to be okay with you stopping... So is he being compelled? Was he being compelled to do something? I don't know. If, if, some, if there is a force out there that can compel the spirits of the dead to manifest and attack the living, that is a significant threat.
4: If you ask me... If there is one thing that we know exists or existed at some point, that was really, really good, at screwing with the living and the dead, it was a person who's dead themselves. Gilgalak. Mm-hmm. Had your friend appeared to you before? Yes, I but did. not as spectral like this, and not murdering.
0: He well, he wasn't he wasn't spectral. You say so? He was he was in, He was not in, He was in physical form.
4: Incorporeal, but not spectral.
0: Oh, I see, okay. Um, and what did you talk about before? Did he mention anything? Any, anything that would give you any clue about this?
4: Last time we spoke, he told me to not abandon you guys and go on this journey with you.
0: So that's the reason why you came along on this journey?
4: Partly. also didn't want to leave you.
0: Well, we appreciate it. We... He owes me five bucks. I called it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money with the new second edition. For, yeah.
2: yeah. With, the, with the conversion uh, that... Uh, yeah, you're a rich man.
3: Great. So Sean's God is killing the world. Well, now you let... Know, let <laughs> you know, nothing we have talked about has indicated anything. No, no, you're one of the good ones.
0: Yes, <laughs> well, you know... It, I, nope. Oh, great God of mysteries, please smite this foul-mouthed fighter <laughs> and his... Desperate ravings,
2: and that's how Father Becker turns. (laughs) There's going
0: to be a certain point where I'm going, you know
3: what? Fuck it, bring it on, (laughs) (laughs) and then you really will be the chosen one. (laughs) Yep. And my last words would be like, "Ha, told you."
1: (laughs) And just swallowed by the earth, crushed by.
0: (laughs) That's a. That's actually lit. you know I, I think I mentioned that that's my when I get to a higher level that's one of my focus spells I can cause a localized earthquake uh, yeah. somebody and
3: uh, Sherry, what do we do at this point what do what do we do with this with all this information? These were good men, I know they were pirates, but if you're going to deal with a pirate, the clay fleet is the ones you want to talk to they're the ones keeping control they're holding the leash on all these dogs if they lose it's going to get much worse for the rest of the world
2: uh father Becker um You helped Alder take the bodies down. and going to give me a medicine check for that? 21. So you guys, you know, carrying the the literal dead weight, it's not particularly easy now. You guys can do it, the two of you working together. You you can get it down there. But at the same time, it's not exactly lifting a sack of potatoes either. So when that happens, you know, there's no graceful way. You just kind of grab them and and down you go.
0: You seem to know a lot about moving bodies, (laughs) Richard. This is the second time this has come up. You know,
2: I don't know what you're talking Forget about. I think you're forgetting that he <laughs> grew up in Chicago? Forget about <laughs> it. Forget about mm-hmm. it. Well, near Chicago, but not in Chicago. Mm-hmm.
3: Three um, qu- three quarters of Illinois is Chicago. I pretty mean, much, yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, as that
2: happens, there's a couple points where, you know, you're taking them down and like the clothing shifts around and you spotted wounds on them that you hadn't noticed before. And the wounds were a little different in the fact that they... Probably should have healed more than they did, but they they hadn't. You know, they look kind of like an open wound that, uh, you know, wouldn't heal. Uh, You've seen this kind of thing before. Usually it's associated with more of a disease or an illness.
0: Like a necrotic?
2: Almost, yeah. You know, something, you know, maybe a poisoning. Uh, You've seen it with, like, say, spider bites. Uh, You know, them. you may uh, be familiar with the concept, even though you didn't see it on the bodies. Father Becker, but you know, you you've seen enough of these where the the wounds don't heal as quickly, or is it they just remain open? And you saw that they had a few such wounds on them. But at, the, at this point, they're dead, so you know what difference does it make? But
0: um, how how recently did it appear? Is it is it possible? Actually, and if I if I would have noticed that, could I have maybe stopped the process of us pushing them to the ocean to examine
2: them a bit more thoroughly? If you wanted to, have, yeah, I mean, you could check mm-hmm. it out a little bit. So there's, could, there's not much to see. Other than this is an open wound that, because you know, you guys treated them earlier. Yeah. And like, wait a minute, we healed all of their wounds. Why are there still wounds here that, you know, we didn't notice and why, are, you know, we didn't heal or, you know, everything? Sh- they
3: should have been fine. The pirate code strictly forbids autopsies. Wow.
0: Well, <laughs> well, guess who's not a pirate? It's me. Um, so, that um, checks. Actually, yeah. Does. Like you don't know. Normally, if, I am. You don't know if <laughs> some of their Arr, other
2: buckles. wounds opened back up, or yeah. if these weren't there, or you don't you don't know. But there were there were wounds on these gentlemen that had not uh, made any attempts to close.
0: And they weren't ones inflicted by us during the fight. Doesn't look like.
2: No. Okay. Um, Did, as a matter of fact, when you guys were doing damage to them, it never really seemed to inflict a wound, so to speak. Uh, what happened is they became a little less there. Yeah.
0: May I ask, um, you mentioned that there wasn't um, a lot of blood near where their bodies were. Um, So uh, one thing I'd like to do is examine, you know, the wounds a little bit. And specifically, I'm thinking of maybe creatures that drain blood or feed on blood or something like that and see if I can determine, do these appear to be made from bite marks of some type or a proboscis, you know, going, I don't know if that's the right term. Proboscis. Yeah, whatever it is going into a to suck something out. Um,
2: Does anybody here have warfare lore or anything like that? I do. Uh, would you like to uh, help with this? Sure. Oh, go ahead and give me that.
4: That is going to be a 21.
2: Ooh. Uh, you are certain that these are, th- these are weapon wounds. These are uh, blades, most likely a small, thinner blade. Could have been, say, like a short sword or a dagger, something in those realms. That's what made these wounds. Hmm. Maybe a knife, but it's something along those lines. But, you, but a dagger. Small
0: sized? Or a normal size, but a smaller weapon,
2: yeah, smaller weapon. it probably wasn't a long sword or a broad sword, although it's it's possible if it was more of a glancing blow um, but these these look like dagger wounds
0: are are they somehow experiencing wounds that they are somehow taking on wounds that they didn't experience in life? you know, like like they were in a I, I don't know, like like inhabited by spirits that were in a battle and as a result they are manifesting the wounds that might have killed that creature at, at one time? I mean, it, this is all this is all maddening speculation but...
2: Uh, you, you hadn't given me another occultism check. You were asking about the blood. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give me an occultism check for that. Uh, hey, how about a 24? Um, it takes you a moment to realize um, but the blood that was in them seemed to be pooling and heading a direction and you're Weird as this sounds, you think that dagger was essentially being fueled by their blood. It,
0: it, one of the things I was wondering is if the, the the dagger had absorbed the blood. Actually, my next my next yeah. series of things was to try to, to to examine the dagger to see if it somehow drank the blood. It,
2: essentially, will. yes, as far as you can tell.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a vampiric dagger or something like that.
2: So do I feel that the ritual
0: is? Suck the blood by doing the wounds, which also serves to kill the the person being attacked. And then that fuels the dagger to be able to draw in negative energy, which then animates the creature and it allows it to be controlled by whoever is directing these efforts.
2: Um, give me, let's do that as, I like occultism, religion would work. Uh, and I hate them. If you want to get in on this, you can roll Arcana, Religion, Occultism. Just tell me what it is you're rolling.
0: I'll be speculating out loud. Are the DCs different for each of the are these? A
2: little bit, and they, a little bit different information they can give you.
0: Okay, how's your Occultism?
2: Uh, plus ten.
0: Is there anything that says we can't roll both? No, you guys can okay. both be in on it. So well, let's let's each roll an Occultism and then. Roll
2: Good day, listeners. This is Saul Carvey, broadsending for Kassarath Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kassarath, bringing you the rest of history. We return again to our Divine Series, taking a look at the gods that make up our pantheon. And no discussion of our Divine Pantheon would be complete without discussing Asmodius. He is the only of our deities known to have originated from beyond our realm, lord of the nine hells, residing himself in the lowest layer of hell, Nessus. Asmodeus and his presence can be found in countless realms across the cosmology. No one knows his origins or his beginnings. Indeed, some say he has simply always been. Others claim he was once an angel of law who was tasked by the gods to punish sinful mortals, and he took it upon himself to gain power to fight the demonic hordes of the abyss, by creating hell and tempting mortals to sin, so he has souls to power his armies. While the gods of good don't like Asmodeus, the lawful deities accept him as a necessary evil, who plays a role in the great cycle of creation. A fact mirrored in our own realm here, where Asmodeus has been accepted as a balancing force of law, bringing civility and predictability to the evil axis of our pantheon. Asmodeus is simply the devil we know." And now you know the rest of divine history. Good day.
4: Let me ask you,
2: have your thieves tools ever let you down? When time is critical and
3: success your only option, don't trust your life with questionable tools. Instead, plan your success with a brand you can trust, Accept nothing less than masterwork.
2: From the strongest steel alloys, masterwork tools are twice as strong, but only half the weight. With every tool smithed to exact specifications, you can
1: work with the confidence of a cool-headed seasoned professional. Because you know that
2: masterwork never fails. So visit Crookshanks and pick up the last set of tools you'll ever need. Masterwork tools, the strength to do it all.
1: Is there
0: anything that says we can't roll both? No, you guys can okay. both be in on it. So well, let's let's each roll an occultism, and then I'll yeah, then we roll a religion. So oh, well, I'm not gonna. We're gonna cross the streams, and we <laughs> throw it at the same time. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Yeah,
1: fifteen. All right. I'm rolling like garbage today.
0: I, however, oh, oh. got a nat twenty on my occultism roll. Okay, uh,
2: uh, we won't make you roll the others. Then you're gonna okay. get it all off of all that. Right. Uh, so it, basically, you described it accurately. So the the runes on the dagger, and I hate them. You help with this a little bit. Uh, the runes on the dagger, that's the effect. That's what they do. So if you stab somebody with this, it'll start drinking their blood. The blood it then takes, and that is what kind of empowers the dagger to work. That's what gives it the magic, like real effect. And then what it does is it starts to pull negative energy inside of the dagger and probably the host being at that some, at that point in time. But without the blood as the catalyst, it doesn't work.
1: So that's what the runes themselves do.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the magic that's within that dagger. Which, by the way, if you're looking over those daggers, you realize they are still charged. Like, those runes are, are active. Uh, without more blood, they're not drawing any more negative energy into them. But there is negative energy in those daggers.
3: Do you share that info?
2: Knowing your
0: history of wanting to destroy <laughs> things that are mm-hmm. in a moment. Um, here's, I'm trying to answer two questions. One, how would one destroy these? Do we think simply physically destroying them, throwing them in a fire, busting them over a rock, something like that could... could? Uh, I mean,
2: physical damage will do it. Like any magic weapon, it's going to have a hardness. It's going to have a number of hit points. Um, you know, you think they're, they're magical, so they're going to be somewhat durable, but you don't know, I mean, without trial and error...
4: They're charged with negative energy.
2: Right, right.
4: Charged.
0: No, I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I understand the fact that they might, you know... Gosh, we haven't seen negative energy have some sort of explosion in the past or anything like that. I could, you know, I wonder, I'm trying to think if I've got um, a way to, um, I mean, you heal a creature, you don't necessarily heal a a thing. Like, I wonder if I can direct positive energy. I I wonder, uh, do I think I could direct positive energy into something like this to make it... um, Make it blow up,
2: <laughs> probably hurting me in the process. You think you could direct positive energy into it, if that's what you mean?
0: Even s- using something like a heal spell, maybe yeah. at range. Anything or that creates
2: positive energy, yeah, heal spell. And you'd let me target it, even though it isn't a creature or a person. Or uh, in this case, yes, because mm-hmm. this thing is meant. You know, negative and positive energy are really just two sides of the same coin. Sure. So this thing is designed to do it. Its magic is designed to do it. So you definitely feel like it's enough of a conduit that you could do it. Now, what effect it has, you have no idea.
0: Well, gosh, let's find out right now. Now,
2: I will say this much that Mm -hmm. the three daggers seem to be charged to different extents. The the guy that was over here at the end, uh, the one I called Claw, that was closest to Asherian and Father Becker... Uh, that there doesn't seem to be much charge and you can there's almost like a, a physical hum mm-hmm. and almost a pulsing Yeah, uh, so that when the guy who went down last who uh, Had been the skeleton guy the all last one that alder pulled the dagger, that one seems to be Like it's almost vibrating. Yeah, it's charged enough
0: so, um, the other thing I want to know is Do I think that there is now that we got a I got a we got a pretty good idea of how they work and, and incidentally Uh, Just by the way, look. Glancing over, I will tell you, Brad. I I Sean went to destroy these things too. But before I keep talking, Daddy. Yeah, that's right. Oh, do I think there's more information that can be gleaned with a study of these things? Like, or does it seem pretty simple at this point that that's how it works?
2: You know, understanding how something works and knowing it intimately are very different things. Uh, You know, you know, you might know. I put gas in my car and it goes, but that doesn't necessarily mean you understand the inner workings of an internal combustion engine. So you've got the idea of what it's doing, but from that standpoint, you don't know exactly how the route is doing it. So there's a lot more to be gleaned uh, if you would so choose. But as far as whether or not that information is worthwhile, I get, you know, I don't know, it's up to you. I mean, you you understand how, you know, what's happening. You understand the effects, you understand what's going on. Uh, but you don't think you could make one of these runes. Haytham, you don't think you could make one of these runes, and you know, you're know you fairly proficient in such things.
0: Haytham, do you think that there's more to be gleaned from study of these, these weapons? Uh, I mean, I think we've got a pretty good idea of how they function, but in terms of um, determining how all this fits together, the strange rune that's on it, and how it might be connected to the holy symbol of my god that's on the pommel... Do you think with study we might be able to glean more information?
1: I worry the only study we could pursue would be dripping more blood on the thing. I
0: don't know um, if that's a good idea. At least certainly, certainly not, not. out here in the in the wilderness. I, I'm,
3: there I is I one way we could check, but it's not nice.
0: Oh, I don't think it's probably a good idea to experiment on a
3: person. Well, he's not a person anymore. And Lawler looks over at the last body we haven't thrown in the water. We could make him a bit more harmless. I, I, don't,
0: I don't know if it's... Um, I mean, I think we understand how it functions. It's more about the connections that are going on and, and how that's all to, uh, going together.
3: Brad mm. just wanted to see like a limbless torso like get stabbed <laughs> <Yeah>. and twitch. <laughs> well, yeah. Honestly, I think that's, we should... That's pretty horrific. The, <laughs> I think it's we, for science.
1: I think we should throw the bloody things in the ocean. No one could ever find them again.
0: Well, uh, to to be perfectly honest, I think that uh, we should try to destroy them as opposed to throwing them into the ocean. I think that while I I always worry about things being tossed into the ocean and somebody deciding, uh, well, what's this? What have you done with the father? Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) That said, I'm debating whether, whether, especially if we had a lead box or something like that, whether it's worth holding on to one just to try to determine if there's anything else that can be learned. Is there any sort of cantrip you have? You could try to drain these things? Well, there's a number of things I could do. Uh, I could um, We could um, put it 30 feet away, and I could uh, cast Disrupt Dead all day. Uh, I had it uh, Disrupt Undead. Um, it produces a lance of positive energy that strikes the target and um, presumably would counteract the negative energy that is stored within.
3: I have a feeling this is not the last time we'll see these. It may be worth studying. How about this? If you yeah. guys are cool with it. Um, let's
0: take a... Uh, the one we feel is maybe charged the most. Okay. Put it on a rock. I'll go about 30 feet away. I'll advise everyone else to take cover. Yep. Actually, before I do that, <laughs> maybe I should heal myself. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty all nice. pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we should use the wands. Be- were there three three uses per wand?
2: No, uh, your Wands of Heal, you get one, you can choose to overcast, which then there'll be a roll, which may or may not cause the wand to blow up. If you do it, if you manage to succeed, you can choose to do it a third time, which guarantees the destruction of the wand, but you can get a third casting that way. But but there's one
0: we haven't (laughs) used, so do you mind if you (laughs) use it on me? It's only a first level. Sure. At this point, and I haven't prepared new spells for the day, so maybe I ought to do that first before we try to Yeah, I mean, you guys
2: can, I mean... There are no immediate threats that you right. see at the moment. You got the ocean. Yeah, six.
0: And then do you get the a spell casting? Bo- well, he, wait. Yeah, I you, would you, use you, it, so I would. I would be casting, or would you be casting it?
2: I mean, you can just hand it to the father and have him yeah. cast it. In, that,
0: in which case, it would be eight. <laughs> so that gets me up to twenty-two hit points. Ooh, well, that sounds um, nice. Yeah. Well, then we'll start the mass healing here. Mm-hmm. Then, so, well, you guys need what, like an hour to do your shit. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pop another heal on me. So I'm going to do that version of it if I do.
2: So did, did you have heals left or are you preparing next? I would be have to prepare next. All right. So who needs time to prepare their spells? That's everybody but Alder?
1: Uh, More or less, yeah.
2: Okay. So if you guys want to go do that, then I'm just going to see if there's Alder wants to be doing anything during yep. that essential time frame there. We're yeah, I just need to know what you're doing all, and Alder, a, uh, So like
3: you, you all need about an hour, right? Yes. So like Alder takes his sword, like the long sword and scabbard, like kind of lays it down, like takes his hat off and his jacket, like kinda like does some stretching. And then like I'll be back. Um hey, I have a recommendation, everyone. Let's put on our armor. I actually don't.
2: You don't put on your armor?
3: Well, I'm well, no, I got the raft, yeah, I'll put my armor on.
2: Yeah. Okay, like, so you guys put on your armor. The rest of you uh, get around the campfire and sing Kumbaya. I'm going to
3: sit on a rock
2: somewhere. Put, put, put on my armor?
3: Sit on a rock Baya, in the sun. Satan, <laughs>
0: oh, great god of mysteries. There's some weird shit going on. I would, <laughs> if you could provide some sort of insight into what the hell is happening and how best we should deal with it.
3: I'm big into that kind of shit.
0: You're, oh, goodness. Now you're talking. Well, that's troubling. Um
2: so, Father Becker. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly enough, as you say that, like it's, something happens.
0: Oh, well, that's a ting- unusual. Like
2: a you, tingle. you ask for insight, and you get like this momentary image just flashes into your brain, uh, almost violently. So, like ah. it, 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 it startles you, and all, it make, it's it's painful. It doesn't do any actual like hit point damage, but uh, yeah, after this happens, you essentially have a headache for a little bit, but you get like this momentary glance, and you see a, a group of, of, of people of all ages, uh, young children, you know, larger children, adults. Uh, you'd say there's probably around 50 of them. God damn it. And there seems to be some sort of, like, ritual going on, and some people are yelling and screaming. And you see um, a man, and he has a dagger just like these. And he is stabbing it into the neck of this child. And like, that's like when that happens, there is this, like, it's like a beam of light, but instead of light, it's darkness that shines up, uh, you know, right up above. And, And that's when like, there's the flash and like, that's the end of your vision.
0: Do I get the impression that I am witnessing something that is happening or will happen? You or think it's something
2: happen. that might happen. Okay. You don't think this has happened. Okay. You, you, you think <laughs> you just glimpsed into the f- uh, possible future.
0: Oh, goodness. Well, looks like time is of the essence, my friends. Your deity is the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> Jesus.
3: <laughs> All these visions of, what, of things that could be or oh, will be.
0: You know, you know, Haytham's, Haytham's, um idea, if you were a god and you were awakening and you're a god of the earth and you're you find that your substance is tainted by the presence of this negative energy creature you might want them to succeed to a certain extent not because you want this evil thing to come i'm not by the way i'm just saying this as sean right right yeah, 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 <laughs> so your characters are not hearing it initiative but, <laughs> but yeah. if, if you were successful in getting them to uh, to to bring him back then it would free you from that taint who knows, maybe might inhabit, inhibiting you, your development at some point. In which case, I wonder if that plays out the prophecy of why the idea of being an unwitting um,
3: ally or uh, unwitting help to doing that. It's weird, though. Like, this nation was emanating negative energy for, like, a hundred years. Like, I just, I don't know how there's anything left in the well, you know? Yeah, good question. Um, although, if there were no—I
0: mean, if it's just negative energy, I guess it would. Prob- I guess would it dissipate or would it just sink? If there's, because I mean, if there's no critters around anymore, yeah. would it just eventually have nowhere
3: to go? But I mean, like if you like channel negative energy, it like goes out in a wave and then just dissipates. Yeah. So I assume that you know maybe the place is fucking weird. Yeah. You know some shit went down, but you would think eventually as a as a player if uh, you
0: know if his if his negative if his blood was like negative it was like it was like radiation yeah it would be around forever
2: now, keep in mind, um, if you guys think back, so the negative energy that was in Faradon, it's a little mysterious that it, it kind of went away because people would every so often try to launch an expedition to check it out and they, they either all failed, either nobody came back or they came back so we couldn't even make landing. You know, the way the, the trade winds go, ships would often go near the coast and it wasn't uncommon for them to be able to, you can still see the negative energy. Uh, so, you know, it it wasn't unknown that it was still there. So when word came back that somebody made landing and the negative energy seemed to have mostly been gone, it was a little surprising. You know, that was one of the things people talked about. Well, you know, so-and-so had just, you know, this ship had been by just six months before and they, you know, right here in their logs, it says, you know, they could still see the, the negative energy pulsating. The the winds blew them a little closer to the shore than they wanted to be and so on and so forth. So it did seem to dissipate or go away faster than anybody would have expected it to, not that anybody had any real expectations to how, what, what was going to happen, but perplexing.
3: Does Alder think he can get to the ship in an hour? In to the ship and back in an hour? yeah, uh, probably
2: pretty close. I mean, it's not very far out. Yeah, like, you really could just swim it. The raft just makes it a little easier.
3: Um, I'm I'm going to do that while they take their hour to to prep.
2: Okay, so Alder, you uh, you know, you take your little makeshift oar yeah. and you paddle your way out. Uh, to the ship it's really not all that difficult you know there's a little bit of uh, wave action going on so you got to row a little bit but it Mm -hmm. doesn't take you all that long you know a good 10-15 minutes you're easily at the ship and once again some of the ship is kind of above you know is above water right now so you know you do because right now the tide's lower anyway so even a little bit more of it so it's nothing to go right up to it lash that little raft right to it, and you can actually, that upper aft
3: deck, you can mm-hmm. just climb right on it. I mean, I would know where the captain's quarters are at. Yeah, I and mean, that, they're all pretty much in the same like spot. He figures, you know, there's probably only clues maybe there. Yeah, I mean, okay. like, he'll look, keep an eye out for anything cool, but he's going straight to the captain's quarters. Okay, once again,
2: and this ship has seen a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can definitely tell that. So to get in there, you are going to have to swim. That's fine. So, and you're going to have to go underwater for uh, a lot of it, but you know, yeah, you can see, I mean, the door is even open mm-hmm. uh, or, or mostly not there really, yeah. if we're being honest about it. So uh, go ahead.
3: I mean, I'll, I'll dive in. So you uh, just tell me at what point I got to make a check or something.
2: Uh, well, you I'm going to have you make swim checks pretty much the entire time because it's like not ac- easy to
3: swim. Like in. athletics? Yeah. Athletics. Okay. Is.
2: Yeah. Swim's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Sorry. You're swimming, but it's athletics. It's, uh, it's a
3: 17. Okay,
2: uh, you're able to dive under the water just fine and head in there. Now, once again, ships are all pretty much the same, and it's also you know large ships. You know they're not actually oh, all that big. real
3: quick caveat, hey oh. What does that uh, potion you gave me do? Uh, you get
1: ten. Well, it lost its effect. No, it is.
3: Okay, that's fine. Never mind. Move on.
2: Okay, and
0: hey, be careful. By the way, you know you're low on hit points. I
2: know. Um, so you, you know, like I said, you make it to the captain's quarters pretty easily because it really is, you just go in there that's, like I said, ships aren't all that big. So mm-hmm. space, there's a short little hallway and then they're in, uh, you know, the, the far back of the ship. Those are the captain's quarters. So go ahead and give me another athletics check. One got you back there pretty easy. Oh, that's like a t- 26. Okay. You're doing just fine. Uh, you know, once again, the door's. There, the doors are still on this, but one of them was ajar, so you're mm-hmm. able to pretty much just push yourself uh, right in. And you are inside the room. Go ahead and give me a quick perception check.
3: Come on, baby.
2: 19. Okay, uh, everything looks pretty much as it should be for this. Now, you're pretty certain that this room has been looted. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, even dam- with battle damage, there are things missing from this room that should have been there. Uh, some things have been left aside. You know there are there were things hanging on the walls, tapestries, so on and so forth that have no value that were obviously ripped down and now are just kind of you know there, in the room. You know there's a few chests in the room that are open now Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't expect that those would have been left open in the middle of a battle. So you're pretty certain that somebody has looted this room, but there is there are still things around the room.
3: Maybe somebody with like more intimate knowledge of clay ships would maybe look in certain places, maybe have an advantage or something.
2: Well, now, the only thing that's really prominent in the room is, you know, there is her big desk. She mm-hmm. has the, the, the very stereotypical pirate desk right there yeah. in the middle of it. And it's still intact. It, it's uh, it's attached to the, the ship, so it didn't float away or move around. Every, other than that, there's not much else in the room that's completely intact. And everything that she can kind of see floating. So.
3: I'll go check the desk. Only a 12
2: perception. Um, You know, it is enough, though. You do see something... There. So, on the desk, kind of uh, on the front side, as you go back around like you were sitting at the desk, there is a uh, a dagger stabbed into the desk, mm-hmm. and it is stabbed around a signet ring. Now, what you find interesting is that the dagger is very clearly a Dark Lancer dagger, mm-hmm. whereas the signet ring is very clearly a signet ring for a member of House Clay.
3: Okay. I'll grab both, and um, at that point, he's probably not going to have, like
2: yeah you probably need to get the hell yeah. out of there,
3: yeah, I'll grab both and get out of there, okay, so uh
2: go ahead and give me another athletic check to see if you can get out uh eighteen uh yeah, that's enough to get you out of there. uh go ahead and give me one more to see if you make it down the hallway um eighteen uh also again, okay, so you make it out now that was about as far as you can get, so when you get done, you know you get, you suck some deep breaths, yeah uh, you know you need you need a moment to kind of to to get your bearings and catch yourself again.
3: I mean, he's not going to worry about, like, what was their cargo. He knows what their cargo was. It was her. And, he. I mean, he probably feels like there's not much else to see, right?
2: I mean, it, for long story shorting it, we can say that you did a little exploration. You know, you can easily open up the hold doors and look yeah. down in it and so on and so forth. Magical mm, swords everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you don't find anything other than what you'd expect. As a matter of fact, their cargo hold was empty, so to speak. Uh, but empty means they didn't have any loot. It, yeah. not, you know, they're... There's casks and barrels and, yeah. and some of them are floating free and gone and, and so on and so forth. But nothing you wouldn't expect to find in a ship that was ready for, you know, uh, travel, but mm-hmm. not necessarily full of cargo. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: mean, at that point, it will just row back.
2: OK, so you you row on back uh, and you uh you would also know that. Obviously, that's a sign that somebody from the Dark Lancers was there. Mm-hmm. But that was also somebody there making a statement for anybody mm-hmm. who came after, knowing the Dark Lancers killed this ship. Mm-hmm. That's not unheard of.
3: Eh, we're not worried about the ship. Uh-uh. We want our captain. But when I get back, I'll be like, this is all I found. Okay. Go ahead and give me a perception check. So me. you did tell us yes, ahead all of time of- that you were going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you know... um, but but not enough where you could like talk me out of it. Well, yeah, I just <laughs> it,
0: it, it, you know, I, to be honest, I probably would have tried. And, yeah. and here's the deal: I would have pointed out, you know, Alder, uh, you know, it's a wreck of a ship. It's real easy to get caught somewhere or something to collapse, and you're not at your strongest health. If you wait about an hour, we can, and you you want to go by yourself? Did you, you share d- that
3: vision? I mean this this what? would have happened before. Yeah,
2: you would have gone. So this happened uh, during okay. his
3: No, I think I still would have gone. I mean, like, Alder trusted himself to get out of trouble fast.
2: And since now you know that nothing did happen bad, so...
3: The other thing I would just say is, you know, if you do get
0: yourself killed, you reduce our chances of the rest of us surviving and and being successful by about a quarter.
2: But if you die on a ship, he will take your stuff. He'll
3: have to will have, have, have to come swim for it. Yeah.
2: Well, father, he, I mean, he's been liable to steal things off of father. Right now, the chips. three
3: most dangerous things on this beach are you three. I'm <laughs> taking a swim.
2: So, going to give him that perception check as you as you look up. Disagree all over. with this choice. Four, but Fourteen. I'm
0: not prepared to fight you for it. Um,
2: okay. So, you know, you've got the dagger and the signet ring. Once you kind of get back, you give them uh, another good once over. Another thing you also notice is that these obviously weren't underwater for a very long time mm-hmm. you know that the the sea has a tendency to really chew things up over time so these are fresh enough that they haven't been there very long at all um the signet ring as you you've seen house clay signet rings before the rest of the party may not know that you've seen them before but alder does what you haven't ever done is held one mm-hmm. like you see that people wear them and honestly, and you know that, uh, th- this, this means you are actually a member of the house. You're mm-hmm. not just a sailor, you know, like this is for lack of a better phrase, the, the royalty of that house. Those are the people who wear these. So, you know, you've never held one before. And, uh, as you're looking at it, you realize that the face moves. I'll play with my decoder ring. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, this is when the needle pops out and you learn a terrible,
3: terrible lesson about it. Oh, fuck play. the job com- job's dead.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> That, I mean, that's kind of what it is that you, you've never really noticed this before, but the, the face of it, it does. It, it kind of turns and there is an outer ring and an inner ring. If you, you know, cause signet rings are, they're thick. They're solid, right? And they mm-hmm. have that big kind of round top to it. And like you can move it. And this one, it takes a little work to move, uh, but you do. So as you're twisting and moving it around and you move the inner circle around, uh, you notice that you can completely change that. That symbol almost turns it up, uh, almost like an, it's an inverse of what it was before. And you notice something that you've never noticed before, that you have seen this new symbol before on another signet ring that you found here in Feridon.
3: <laughs> so, gentlemen, I've got a theory that we know who this gal's father is. It's Craven Carlisle. I believe her mother is actually of the Clay Fleet. Didn't we know?
0: Did we not know? I I'm, I'm we, lost here.
3: We, well, he, oh, he alluded to that her mother knew she was alive and that she was claiming to be a Clay, but her father's actually a Carlisle. But oh, I thought she might have been pretending.
2: Yeah, if you look, like I said, I'm, I'll, I'll be extremely blunt here and not mm-hmm. uh, obtuse in any way. You are able to turn that ring and change it from the yeah. symbol of house Clay yeah, to the symbol is. of house Carlisle that you found. At the Golstal Tower.
3: Uh how old is the current Pirate Queen, roughly?
2: Um, as far as you know, she should be in her sixties. How old's Carlisle? He looks roughly in the same range. It's hard to say. He could be fifties, <laughs> early sixties. <60s. laughs> I b-
3: I believe I believe she is the daughter of the Pirate Queen. <laughs> what, was, what was her name? She's out? a pirate princess. Didn't
0: I, didn't I speculate that previously? Maybe. Yeah.
3: I
2: I don't recall if you did specifically think, or not. I think I did. That might have been in your
0: journal. <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it's something where we we, the pirate. Yeah, I think I
3: or something similar. Which might be why they're so interested to kill her. And I'll, I'll show them the ring. Like, blah, blah, yeah, blah. look at that. Hmm. And once again,
2: you can see why that's not obvious.
3: Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it, it's one of those where, and and to be
2: honest, you actually can't change it while it's on a finger. There's a little mm-hmm. piece that kind of pushes up from the bottom side. It's on the finger. The face doesn't move. If you try, yeah. it
0: cuts off the finger. Yeah.
2: So if you take it, when you take it off, skirt. that's when it unlatches, and then you can turn it and move it around. And uh, as an aside, the. Original Carlisle version of it, when you get the looking at it, you realize it almost looks like a clay pot. You know, like almost like a vase. It's mm-hmm. kind of got that shape.
3: A vase?
2: A vase.
3: Yeah. A vase. Yeah. A vase. Vase. Vase is, a vase. Fine. is a pronunciation. If you're using Old Ferdian, vase is more appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so anyway,
2: that's what you have. You are back on shore. You have that information. And I believe oh. it's just been close to an hour, and your friends are just finishing up their daily preparation.
0: Good to see you didn't die.
3: I guess. 't bother
0: I've got bad news. what's that i I have for the first time i believe received a direct communication from my deity he wants it He wants you to kill us
3: attack hold him down
0: <clears throat> yeah yes. Four huge stone golems or uh, <laughs> the elementals rise from the earth and say one for each of you.
3: God damn it, everyone has a surprise but me.
0: <laughs> um, now I say, uh, I believe he's given me a vision of a possible future and it involved um, a bunch of kill- cultists killing screaming children. I believe he's telling us we must make haste.
3: I think we found everything we can here.
0: Did I, by the way, did I see anything about the
2: location
0: Like, was it anything like in the
3: hills or the forest or... um... Um,
2: It seems mostly grasslands. There were some rolling hills, but it it gave you very little to go on. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, when you look at it, it's fairly nondescript terrain. It was also very dark and not just it was night out like your vision wasn't complete sure.
0: yeah it's like a uh, it's like a vision it's, it's yeah it's, it's it's partially there Yeah, I mean, yeah it's, yeah, it's sure. almost like
2: there was no backdrop at times you were just seeing the people yeah. think like uh, X-Men when he's in Cerebro kind of thing mm-hmm. it, it looked like that
0: um, but it wasn't at a ghostal tower
2: no you didn't recognize there were there was nothing there was just a landscape that you mm-hmm. saw there were no buildings
0: so I, I feel I, it didn't give me enough information to, to pinpoint a location where this is going to take place. Maybe grasslands with some hills nearby, but it wasn't as clear of a vision as that I was just experiencing it as if I were there. But I will tell you,
3: I didn't see any buildings. I
0: don't think it was at a ghostal tower.
3: Any thoughts, Assyrian, before we head out?
4: The way that Inthiel died is, is important. He said it was at Cymac, and I was there, and another comrade... InfraDane was also there. It was the uh, 14th day of the attack. We were currently fighting to make our way to the town square. We were hoping to try and take back the territory that we had lost. They began the fight when they knew that we were coming by barraging us with several long-range fireball attacks, using them as a form of artillery. Sadly, we when we finally made it into the city square, the main courtyard of the area where there would would have been marketplaces. One of them, I had ordered Enthiel to guard one of the alleys to make sure that there wasn't going to be anyone coming from said direction. And because he was in the alley when the sorcerer was there, the sorcerer hit him directly with a fireball. Because the sorcerer focused the attack mainly on him, it managed to not hit anyone else, but it did hit him. And it was enough to completely decimate him and i have done many horrible things in my life but the things that i did to that sorcerer they don't compare
3: it was war that's not an excuse it's just a truth
4: you know to see
0: someone someone after everything you had seen and experienced and then to have someone so close to you be killed in such a way you know i think it can be said that you were not in your right mind and um though it sounds as though you did terrible things to that um the person responsible. You you should be able to take some sort of solace in the fact that um, you weren't you at that time. Do you think you have it within you to do the same thing again in similar circumstances?
1: I have.
4: I've done it before. I did it after then? I've done it many times. The problem is, is it was my order that sent in- Inthiel
1: to the alley. I don't think you can blame yourself for that. I mean, it could have been. It could have been anyone. Could have been you. You couldn't have known. Should have been. Yeah,
0: that's, that's, a, that's a false... If you go down that path that way, lays madness.
1: The fact is, you
0: made the best decision you could. You made the decision that was expected of you, given your role in the war. And um, that's what happened. There's wars,
3: chaos, and horror, and that happens. It's not comfort. It just happens. No one blames you, and I don't think he does either. However, it does seem like he needs you. And by the end of us, your friend might need all of us. We've got to figure out what's going on. This, all, this is all related, and it's all damnable.
4: I am Captain Davenport of the 5th Verdante Rangers of the Estrella Nation. My duty was to serve and protect the people of our nation and to keep the soldiers of my platoon alive and well. And I couldn't do that. For Inthiel, let alone the others.
0: It was your duty to keep your people alive and well or to win the war. It was to win the war. And, if possible, keep your people alive and well. And I am certain you did the best you possibly could. But the circumstances were out of your control. It was war. Can't keep beating yourself up
3: for that. Command is a damnable thing. You give orders to men and it doesn't work out. But if you knew every circumstance, you would never lose a soldier. That's not how life is.
1: And consider Enthil's death may have saved several other lives. Is that not noble in some way? If that
0: sorcerer had, if he had not been there, and that sorcerer had dropped that fireball into a cluster of men in another point, instead of targeting him as you said he did, there's, what, half a dozen, a dozen other lives that would have been lost as opposed to the one? Made the right order. He was in the spot he needed to be in. Saved other
3: lives. And not to put too fine a point on it, but your nation is still in danger. Caliban is still in danger. Where we're all from is in danger. Because if Gilgamesh rises again, well, the world is in a much worse place than it was a hundred years ago. There are no armies left to fight him. There are no Grand Navies to sail and defeat him. We've got some part to play in this. We've got to see it through. No matter the cost. So, if we see her on the way, we stop and we rescue her. But your God's telling you that something bad's about to happen, and I do not want to see more dead children. Nor
1: do I. Nor do I, though I think it was already implied. Well... I shouldn't have to say it.
3: Sometimes, uh... No, you're right. You're right, them,
4: But when you create the problem, sometimes you don't want to see it.
3: Well... There's only one thing I'm real good at. Let's go see if we can do it before more kids die. And Alder grabs his backpack.
2: Okay, uh, give me perception checks. Shit. Hmm. Twenty-one. Nineteen. So you guys have this moment 18. where you you know you all grab your stuff. You're resolved. You're it's the uh, uh, you know the moment where you you determined what you're going to do in your course of action. And as you do that, you reach down to grab your stuff, Father Becker, and just out. Not far from the ship, you see in the water peeking up uh, with its head just above the water, uh, a hippocampus. Oh, shit. He's looking right at you guys, like, and like you, that moment that you see it and it ducks down under the water and you kind of see it shooting off back north.
3: Shit. Uh, That's good eating. Get after and, it. And <laughs> am I the
2: only one who saw that? Uh, I believe so. Nobody else got that good of a roll, did they? No, no yep. I had a two 19. on the dive. Yep, you saw
0: uh, it. Like if you
2: like point and look, they would have, they would see it just as it's leaving.
0: Look, uh, there's a hippocampus. Oh.
3: <laughs> I, actually, I look,
0: sea monster. I don't I know know actually. A hippoc- do I have fuck know what a hippocampus? Bradley,
3: I do. Not
0: but, familiar with that. I, well, Did she Alder double would back. Be, they're like right? a seahorse. Okay. I bet or she if she didn't double back, she sent her her. Uh, yeah, it's a. Oh okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, so a literal horse from the sea. Yeah. yeah. No. Jesus. N- not as okay. in like
4: the little small fish. Like no, like yeah. Yeah. A d- it's a fucking Pokeman's. They they're, like, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. they're used by as mounts by many creatures of the sea. Quantum. Oh, I'm system.
3: sure.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <She blown it>. <laughs> <laughs> that
4: was a that was a poor time to try <laughs> and get a drink.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on it! Quack saddle! Oh, I forgot. <laughs>
1: I think we know who that
3: belongs to. Uh well. But it headed up north. It did. Hey, how, how long can we follow the beach to the north before we have to hit west? It, uh, it
2: starts to tur- curve back to the west.
3: Okay. Uh, as
2: you guys head north. You guys are kind of at the tip of the horn, mm-hmm. so pretty much anything from here, it slowly starts to cut back in west, and then eventually quite a bit dramatically does now it won't be very long before you are at the edge of the inland sea yeah so there's some hills and so on and so forth as you get there but you're, yeah you're gonna go quite a bit back well, west if you go to the north i say we
3: go full-on aragorn gimli and legolas
4: well that was a part of my original plan like i said if we run interdiction yeah. we can follow along the beach and make it to the hills
3: okay well okay. now now we have a reason to kind of keep an eye on the, the water
4: mm-hmm.
2: All right, it sounds like you guys have a plan and we are going to figure out how that plan plays out for you on the next episode of the Adventures Walt Podcast.